0: Welcome in everyone to another episode of the Let's Talk Bets daily sports betting show. I'm Matt Larison. He is Scott Cobb. Man, it feels good to be back, Scott. It was a little, little bit of a hiatus for me, but had to do it. Had some studio issues, uh, plumbing problems. So happy to be back with you. And Scott, I got to be honest with you. Tanner taking the reins over. We're back to 500. I'm, I'm glad I'm back. We got to get this ball rolling here. Three losers yesterday. What's going mm-hmm. on?
1: That was terrible. It was terrible for me yesterday. It went 0-2. It's like, come on, really? Uh, uh, Tanner took the Zags? Did Tanner take the Zags?
0: Yeah, they got murdered. Which, look, I'll, let me defend Tanner for a second here. Um, I've always been a believer of home teams in college basketball. Oh, no
1: doubt. No doubt.
0: Um, no. That one actually kind of shocked me a little bit. I didn't think it would be that bad. Um, the line was so close. You know, I could have seen them losing by four or five, whatever. But they just got absolutely steamrolled your pick Tatum under 30 29 and a half points he hit 30 i was i saw that this morning and i just my heart broke for scott um and you can't listen scott lessons learned here so far in the nba i've been looking and researching point totals there's not a team not scoring 100 points a game i know they are, it is ridiculous you might find one out of every 10 to 20 that are scoring 100 these Whoa. teams do not play defense uh, it's the National Blowout Association. For <laughs> I lost a bet because uh, they sat Tyrese Halliburton in the fourth quarter, the whole fourth quarter. Uh, he was a couple points away from getting his over. And it's just, you know, that I will – here's my one credit. I'm not a Sixers fan. They kept Embiid in all the way until the yeah. end of the third, and he got his rebounds. And I was like, you know what? Thank you. Thank you for doing the right thing and giving that to the fans because it just drives me nuts, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and he, and here's the thing with the Celtics Orlando game which I which I gave because I thought Orlando would keep it close. Celtics just came off playing two out of two games in 3 days. So they were playing 3 and 4. So I thought Orlando could keep it close, but no. Nope. Celtics Celtics are undefeated at home. I should yeah. know better not to bet against them at home, but I do it. I did well, it yesterday.
0: So to your so, credit, Orlando had beaten the Celtics I think the last three times they played each other, they yeah, had they a little win.
1: They beat them on Black Friday which yeah. was which, which a surprise to me, but Orlando's like dangerous in the East right now. They're, they're the third seed right now. It's like, wow. But I mean, it is, it is what it is. I mean, yeah. like you said, NBA is, is, you know, it's, it's there's no defense anymore. It's like, just shoot the ball.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's this mantra that, Oh, we got to keep our guys healthy. I mean, come on now you got every other day off. Most of the time, um, you know, it's not an overly contact sport. So, like, don't play this game with me. Like, these NFL guys are going out there. They're up 40 to nothing, and they're still playing. You know what yeah, I mean? So exactly. It just kind of drives me absolutely nuts. Um, I'm sure it does to fans, too, because I can't – I mean, the, in, the in-season tournament was great. Um, it definitely gave some ratings. It definitely mm-hmm. gave things, made things a little more interesting. But, man, regular season basketball can just be such a drag, an absolute drag. Look at hockey, man. These guys are going balls to the wall. You know, every other day, you don't see them sitting out because they're up by three goals. You know, they play every single second. Um, you know, I, I don't mind it every now and then, but it's like, oh, we're up by 20. We can just sit our guys for the whole game. It just drives me absolutely insane.
1: Come February, we're all going to be want, wanting the playoffs to hit.
0: <laughs> so. Yeah, I I can't agree with you more. And thankfully, college basketball will be hitting into March Madness at that point. Yeah. But speaking of college, Scott, we've got college football. Our first bowl games are today. Uh, It's not the juiciest package of games, Um, but you got to really watch the the guys that aren't there anymore from the transfer portal, going to the draft, things like that. So there's a couple games I like. Uh, I've got two on the board here that are my choices. We'll start with Tanner's UCLA Boise under 48 and a half. I like this play because UCLA good defense, not great offense. Boise can, can play a little scary sometimes with scoring. They do well scoring. But I do agree with Tanner. I think this game will probably stay under. I think UCLA will probably dominate. I think they'll probably run the ball pretty efficiently, eat up a lot of clock, probably win 24-17 or, or something like that. Um, what do you think about this one? So
1: if you anybody watch UCLA play this year, the two, two things you notice the most is what? Quarterback play was terrible. Defense was really good. So I, I think Boise has not seen a defense like UCLA's defense, and this is Chip Kelly coaching. He, he's not known for playing defense, so coaching defense. So uh, I agree. I think UCLA is going to impose their will in this game at some point, and then they're just going to keep keep their defensive pedal to the metal, so to speak. So I, I like the under. It, it might be close, but I like the under
0: in this. Yeah, not knocking Boise, but you know Chip Kelly is a. A very good coach, in my opinion. He's been on the big stages before. Uh, Boise hasn't seen something like that. UCLA is still a Pac-12 program. I like UCLA, and I also like the under. So, hopefully, uh, Tanner gives us a dub with that one. Absolutely. Miami, Ohio, plus six. This was a pick for myself. And, Scott, there's too many points here given to Miami, Ohio. They're the road team. Um, They are playing App State, who... Is either you know soaring above or soaring below? They're so such a hot cold team, and they give up a lot of points. Miami Ohio has sometimes struggles getting points, but that defense is top ten in college football. Absolutely powerhouse defense. I just I'm really surprised they gave Miami Ohio six points here against App State.
1: So this is what I'll say: There's a lot of kids from Miami Ohio in the transfer portal. Yes, so that might make the difference is, as to why it's six. Because I think that App State has everybody playing today. I don't mm-hmm. think they lost kids to the transfer portal. I think betters are basically saying, okay, Miami, Ohio, you lost all these kids to the transfer portal. We don't think you're going to show up and play. We think you're just going to be happy to be at the bowl game yeah. and lose by 10 points, 14 points. Did anybody see Miami, Ohio, play in the championship game? Their, conference tur- uh, their uh, league tournament? League mm-hmm. championship game, rather? I, I'm, I've got the in-season tournament on my brain. They won the game. They won the game. I'm upset. And they weren't supposed to. Mm-hmm. That, so Miami, Ohio is a resilient team with a resilient coach. And I, I think Miami, Ohio, if they don't win, they will keep it close to – they'll keep it to a field goal. So,
0: My personal opinion, nitty-gritty looking at you know teams that aren't in the Power 5, coaching is what matters the most. Yes. And I think especially on the defensive side of things, you could lose a guy or two and still have the same style, same efficiency – It's not like a quarterback or something like that leaving. So that's why I still like Miami, Ohio plus six. And I just also don't love App State. They're such a hot, cold team. Everybody loves them. And then they completely flop. They flopped in the championship game. Troy absolutely murdered them. Um, So I'm going to take Miami, Ohio. I just, I like six. I love seven. If you can get seven or you want to buy a point, do it. Because then you can kind of hold on for the push. Um, But this Miami Ohio defense does not give up a lot of points. So, yeah. Go to six.
1: And I, I don't think there's enough time because it's an 11 a.m. start,
0: which is yes. 45 minutes.
1: So, I don't think you're going to get it to, I think it's going to be right where it
0: is now. I yep. don't think it's going up. So, hurry, hurry. Find that. <laughs> yeah. Find those points. That's right. Georgia Southern, another pick I have, minus two and a half against Ohio. Uh, a lot of people would say, oh, Ohio, absolutely. Lost some players there. Yep. The injuries are catching up to Ohio. Uh, they, this team has a horrible time scoring. Uh, they're very similar to Miami, Ohio in terms of offense. They, they do struggle. Um, and Georgia Southern got everybody. Um, they're six and six. They want a bowl win. I just think Georgia Southern probably wins this game. I think Miami's yeah. injuries have caught up to them too much, especially on the offensive side.
1: I, I love Georgia, Georgia, Southern in this, in this spot. I have, I'm in a uh, pick 'em bowl, bowl thing. And I couldn't I couldn't click Georgia, Georgia Southern's name quick enough to, to bet this. I I I just think that they're they're the better team in this game. And I think good
0: they
1: got, Yeah, they they got a good offense. And not a lot of people have heard about George Southern, but they're really good. They're really good.
0: And and if you look at Georgia Southern's schedule, they play a pretty good schedule. They play a lot of outside teams not in their conference that are formidable. Um not saying Ohio didn't, um, but just the injuries. I think they're on their third or fourth quarterback in Ohio. Um, they did lose a a guy or two in the transfer portal. Um, but I I just like Georgia and the points two and a half. I mean, you're safe at the three. So, uh, I'm going to go Georgia Southern for sure.
1: Yeah. And I even like Jacksonville state today. I know it's not on the list, but I I love Jacksonville state today. I I think when you look at bowl games, it's situations and what has happened and what, what happened with Jacksonville state. They weren't supposed to be here. They were banned. And because enough teams didn't win, they got in. Just like, uh, just like um, James Madison. So, you, you kind of have to, you have to look at the situation and, and what's going on to pick yeah. it. So,
0: and Rich Rodriguez wants, you know, Absolutely. he's Absolutely. probably trying to vie for a bigger, you know, coaching job again. Yeah. So, yeah. and he's done a great job with Jacksonville State.
1: He certainly has, no doubt about it. So,
0: let's go to do any the NFL. My pick is Lions minus four and a half, uh, and it's not because I'm still mad at the Broncos for beating my Bills. <laughs> It's just because I think, you know, at home, Detroit, they've been on quite the skid. They just have played not good football. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think that the Broncos, and I'm not saying this in a negative, you know, connotation, they've been just so lucky, so yeah. lucky. Yeah. And the Lions, I think, are just a better team. I think they will keep it, I guess you could say close. But the four and a half points to me, I think they win by six. I think they win by a touchdown. I just think the Lions, you know, it's the prime time game of the day. Um, I just think that they need to get back on track. They can they smell uh Green Bay and Minnesota and now even Chicago trying to make things interesting in the north. Uh and I think they just want to put that to rest and get the win. And I think Denver's luck's gonna run out on them.
1: I'm not saying this because i got David Montgomery in every fantasy playoff matchup that I have. Run the ball, Dan Campbell. That's the way you beat Denver. Run the ball. They're awful stopping the run. I know Jerry Goff has not played well at all the last two games. Give him some little screen passes, a little dump-off passes to Gibbs and Amon Ra. But run the ball. That's, that's the way you beat Denver. Run the ball early. Get up on him. And then if you want to throw the ball, throw the ball.
0: But... Not well, because
1: they gave it Montgomery everywhere, but
0: and I on. will and I will say this as well. You know, if you look at you know where the lines betters are, I have just jumped into Prize Picks. I uh, love doing that stuff with the yeah. the um, uh, players and things like that. They have Montgomery as a goblin to get a touchdown, which means the odds aren't as good. Just a touchdown. I mean, that's they're saying they really feel confident that you know Detroit's going to run the ball on Denver and probably score. I just really feel confident in the Lions today. Um, You know, the the money's really, you know, not super deep on the Lions either. I think it's at like seventy or sixty-five percent. So, give me the Lions. Mine's four and a half. If anything, they're definitely winning the game. Um, So, I agree. I
1: can't. I can't disagree. They they need to win. If they lose today, think Green Bay wins,
0: that's all they're going to be talking about on the media. Minnesota
1: wins. Watch out. Watch out.
0: Texas, minus 6.5. We're jumping to college basketball. We've got a lot of college basketball on here today. Uh, Minus 6.5. It's jumped up to 7.5, folks. Just uh, looking at the lines uh, just a second ago against LSU. I like this one. Um, Home team, Texas. Uh, LSU is just not good. Um, They like their women's basketball team. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a neutral site game. Oh, no. It's in Houston. Toyota Center. That's pretty much a home game for Texas. Yeah, it's pretty much a home game. (laughs) Um, I like it. Um, Again, I'm just going to go back to my mantra. Home teams, home teams, home teams. If you like a team, you better make sure they're home because we've just seen some absolute chaos so far in college basketball when teams that are supposed to win are on the road. They just aren't covering like we would expect. So I'll agree. I think Tanner made this pick six and a half. Let's go. Let's go with Texas.
1: Yeah, home teams, you know, this is supposedly a high-profile game. I don't know if LSU is going to be able to hold up their end of the bargain. If you watch Texas play early this year and in the tournament last year, they could score on anybody. So I I have a feeling they're going to score in the 80s in this game. I don't think LSU can stay with them. So,
0: Yeah, I agree. Let's talk uh, Kansas, a team that is not home today. Who's pick was this,
1: by the way? Do we know who's pick this one?
0: Oh, I think we have an idea, Scott. I think so, too. Minus seven and a half against Indiana. Indiana is coming off an absolute desecration. 28-point loss to Auburn. Uh, Which, by the way, Auburn, sneaky team. Yes. Very
1: Um, sneaky.
0: Not getting a lot of credit. They had a great game a couple of weeks ago. I believe they were playing Oregon. It was one Mm -hmm. of the first games of the season. Excellent game. Uh, Kansas is on a roll uh really strong right now ever since they went out and they beat uh yukon by four just taking care of business nine point win against Missouri uh nineteen point win against Kansas City. I like Kansas. I do. I am going against what I'm saying here. I just think Indiana's kind of you know in a bad spot right now. And I think that there's the chance and I believe right now at seven and a half it's plus odds for Kansas. Um you know, if you want to parlay this with a money line, it's probably like minus 250, 300. I'd go with that. Um, but we'll we'll ride with our boy Tanner and take the seven and a half Indiana. But I'm telling you right now, if Kansas doesn't cover, we have to make a statement about these home teams in college basketball.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, Kansas is third in the country, second in the country. Second. And, and they're getting plus money with the spread. Mm-hmm. That's that's like stealing. I think I I, I can see Kansas winning this game by fifteen, pretty easily. Yes. So plus one ten, right? Kansas, Kansas playing on the road against Indiana th- that doesn't scare me at all. That would not scare me off the bet. Kansas playing at UConn or at Gonzaga that probably would scare me off this bet. But Kansas at, at Indiana, I think it's at Indiana. That scared, that that would not scare me off of it. So so I agree with Tanner here. I think Kansas wins this game rather easily.
0: Well, let's jump to – I almost jumped to the um, Baylor game first, but I see Arizona's on there. Arizona yep. plus one, which basically is a straight pickem, pick and yep. they yep. are taking on Purdue. Purdue. That line's at one and a half right now. Um, it's on Peacock. Purdue is the home team at the Indy Classic. Oh, I don't know, Scott. I, I love Purdue. I do. Um, I will say they're Zach Eadie heavy. Uh yeah. so yeah. that's my only concern with them. Uh, this one is tough. A uh, Tanner might be seeing something we don't. I just think it's so close it's hard to who do you have uh you know who do you like? It's it's really tough. So I understand the choice, but does Arizona get their one and only loss until the the tournament against Purdue?
1: Yeah, plus this is a de facto Purdue home game. So yeah. to speak. So this this is this is one that I I think Tanner saw something in the records and this, you know, how Tanner is with the spreads and all that stuff. He's very, he's very on point with all this stuff. So, um, I think Tanner, Tanner probably saw it in against the spread record and, and how Arizona has been doing and Purdue has struggled a little bit here. They, they have not dominated this year. They have struggled. So I, I I'm thinking that's what Tanner's looking at here is, is, they, he's seen Purdue has struggled at times during the season. Um, and I think he just he just is is into Arizona big time today. Well, Which I might be too, to be honest with you, if I start taking a look at, against the spread and stuff like that. Well, let's
0: dive into – and let me just preface this too. We talk about away teams and home teams in college basketball. Yeah. I think that that definitely has a huge implication. That's a factor.
1: That's a factor.
0: But on. these teams that are the cream of the crop, Purdue, Arizona, top mm-hmm. teams that have – I wouldn't say professionalism, but really, you know, they've experienced this stuff. It's not yeah. as big of a deal. Um, so that's, I'm a little more comfortable with going and get with teams like that when they're away. But look at the wins here. They beat Michigan State by six, they beat Duke by five. They absolutely destroyed Wisconsin, who was a fake team that week uh, yeah. when they played Arizona. Yeah. Both of these teams also have had a week off, um, which is crazy. That's crazy. They get a whole week off. Absolutely. Um, I'm gonna go with what Tanner's saying here. I, yeah. I do. Um, the week after, or the game after that on Wednesday for them is Alabama. Purdue just squeaked by Alabama, mm-hmm. um, but give me, give me the Wildcats. I am gonna go with Tanner here. The, the other
1: thing that, that that gives me concern with Purdue is Matt Painter. He he comes up small with some small game plans in some good situations, in some key situations. And that's another reason why I would go against Purdue is because of Matt Painter, where, where yeah. he doesn't come, he doesn't come up with the game, but he's like the James Franklin of college basketball where he can't, he can't win the, I mean, last year Purdue was should have steamrolled to the final four and they lost in the first round. So that gives me pause with Matt Painter a little bit. So so I'm going well, to agree with you and Tanner on this. I think again,
0: I it's Zach E D heavy. And if yeah. you watch the Northwestern game, uh, it was absolutely asinine. They get right up to the three-point line and immediately dish it to E D. Yep. No movement on the outside. No trying to get any type of long-range shot. Just right. give it to E D. Hopefully he fouls, which that was the one thing that Purdue tried to do is foul out Northwestern. It didn't matter, though. It didn't yeah. matter. Northwestern, yeah. if a team can hit at least 50% on Purdue, the, Purdue's going to have a hard time because they don't do long-range. Um, so threes for twos, yeah, absolutely.
1: Plus, Chris Collins is a really good coach at Northwestern. Yeah, so he is. Yeah,
0: Let's talk Baylor. I mean, Tanner is running the slate here with away teams. Uh, Baylor. Oh, this is
1: my pick. This is my pick. Oh, okay. All right, He's Scott. You're the, of my like yeah, we're into me now. Um, Bill of minus three and a half Michigan. Michigan State's bottom of the Big Ten standings right now. Yeah, they're not good. It's not a Tom Izzo team. It's not a normal Tom Izzo team. They should be six and three right now. That loss early to his nephew, first, first game of the year, I think set Michigan State back big time. Baylor's a really good team. Yeah, they are. I, I don't think them going into Michigan State will will rattle them at all. I think Baylor can win the game by by seven to ten points today. And, and I think they will. Michigan State just does not look like Michigan State that I'm used to seeing. And maybe they'll get in once they get in the conference, they'll be much, much better. But Tom stress stresses rebounding. Defense, putting pressure on the on the other team, and uh, and good movement on offense. And and right now, I don't see any of that with Michigan State. So I'm I'm a little worried about Michigan State right now getting into the NCAA tournament. They probably will, but I'm just worried about them right now. In the non-conference,
0: well, Izzo might need to worry a little less about his son playing uh, than winning the game.
1: Yeah, yeah that's man. Uh-huh. That's, true. That's true. You're doing no favors to the rest of your team right now. But how, how many minutes does my son have? Oh, no, he doesn't have enough minutes. He's going in the game. Go go back and eat. I mean, come on. Really? Come on.
0: Yeah, come on. absolutely. Well, Scott, tell me about this one. Penn State, Georgia Tech under 147. I know zero about this, so, you know, lay it on me.
1: So when I first look at, at games, I look at pace of play with teams. These two teams are two of the slower pace of play yes. teams. So to me, if you're going to hit the 147, you've got to shoot at least 40% from three-point range, and neither team does that consistently. They have once or twice this year, but they haven't consistently. I think Penn State is a slowdown team. I think they want to play in the, in the high 50s, low 60s. So if that's, the, I'm thinking that Penn State is going to impose their will in this game, um, and I think Georgia Tech is, is okay with, with the slowdown game. So I, I like this game to be about 138, 140, somewhere in there. I, I see like a 68, uh, 72-68 final or something like that. Didn't well, feel comfortable going on the side, wanted to go with the total. So that's what I went with.
0: Well, and honestly, you know, you're asking both teams to score over 70 with this number. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think Georgia Tech can do that. Um, no. So, so I like it, Scott. That's a sharp pick there. Um yeah. Last one, Indiana State, minus 13 and a half, Scott. That's a, that's a lot of points. If you've seen Indiana State play,
1: and I watched one game, and, and I was very impressed with their offense. You go back and look at their offense, they're scoring in the 90s most games. Mm-hmm. and And to me, any opponent that plays them has got to shoot the ball really well. And I don't think. The the uh, the game today. They're gonna the opponent's gonna shoot the ball really well. I I love Indiana State. Indiana State and Ball State's eight and two. They're in the, the you know they're in the MAC. They're in the Midwest rather. Indiana State's nine and one. And and games have been ninety eight to ninety, hundred and three to ninety. So they're gonna they're gonna score a lot. And you're asking Ball State who wants to play in the seventies to score in the eighties. And I don't think Ball State's gonna be able to do it. I think Indiana State could put triple digits on the board today. Ooh. It's it's at Ball State, which which is is a positive concern, but if you look at Ball State's schedule, they haven't played in anybody like Indiana State this year at all. They're playing small schools. They're getting their confidence with these with these easy non conference wins before they get in into the the uh, their conference schedule. Indiana State's played a couple a couple of solid non conference games, so. I just think Indiana State's the real deal, and they could be a sneaky sleeper in the NCAA tournament if they get there, which
0: I think they will. Just got to channel that Larry Bird, Scott. That's all I got. That, well, that's
1: another thing. I, you know, I went, I'm i looking down the, the slate, and I see Indiana State, and I'm like, they're not in one they're, they're really good. And I looked at their schedule, and I'm like, yeah, they're really good. They're in the 90s every game. Every game they're scoring in the 90s. So Ball State's going to have to play really, really good defense against a team like that. So I'd love to see Indiana state play the Indiana Pacers
0: and see what happens. <laughs> 300 game, it's coming.
1: There's already been one. Indiana and Atlanta played 303. So
0: don't even get me started on Indiana. Over 260 ridiculous. It's, it's absolutely crazy. asinine.
1: It's crazy. They said on the Follow the Money show, which is on Nesson, it's a betting show on Reason, that they've never this is the first time they've seen an over under total
0: in 250s in NBA. Before. It was 260 and a half the other day. Like, got to
1: 260 and a half. Yeah, that's the game they were talking about. It got to 260 and a half. In the morning, it was 258.
0: You know what that tells me, Scott? Player props, baby. Yep. Player yep. prop points.
1: Tyrese Halliburton all day, every day, as long as he plays.
0: So That's right. Well, folks, that's everything we got for today. 10 hopeful winners. Uh, we're going to get over 500 today. Uh, it's just, I don't like seeing that number. I don't know what happened. Tanner and I will meet. We will discuss. But we're 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 hitting it today. I like at least seven to eight winners today. So I do as well. That's everything we got for today, folks. Twitter at Larrison Bets, the official Let's Talk Bets Twitter page. Please reach out to us if you have any questions, comments, slips. We love to see them. But until (laughs) next time, we will see you then. Take care.